Welcome to Barbecue Radio Nation, America's premier barbecue radio show. Join your hosts, David Caius and Dan Hathaway, as they sink their teeth into the finest grilling, smoking, and barbecue from coast to coast with the industry's leading grill masters. Stay tuned for great tips, techniques, and products that will enhance your backyard experience by being a part of Barbecue Radio Nation. tuning in and welcome to barbecue radio nation the radio show that will make anybody a doctor um, we'll get to that in a second but i'm dave caius along with our engineer kyle producer t-bone and our in-house barbecue expert my co-host none other than dan doc hathaway our barbecue doctor hello dave <laughs> <laughs> You know, somebody's going to tune in one of these days and go, wow, the guy's a doctor and he does barbecue. That's incredible. <laughs> it is truly incredible. Yes. <laughs> and runs a farm. And runs a farm. I a farm. <laughs> and, a, and, a, and a barbecue store. And yet he's a doctor. Yeah. Of course, you know, a little side note. I, of course, knew the, the, the founder of Casey Masterpiece. He was a psychiatrist, so he was a doctor. It, it, truly a doctor. Yes. Truly. I, I am not anywhere even close to a doctor wait a minute t-bone <laughs> what? i, I thought we signed on a doctor what's why do they call him doc yeah why do we why do we call you doc it's a long story okay well we got nine <laughs> minutes and 30 seconds in this segment so you you really want to hear the, the reason why no not really okay, so cool. anyway coming up <laughs> perhaps some other time well, some, sometime when we don't have a guest lined up right. we'll just go alright everybody sit back open a beer let's find out yeah. how he became Doc Hathaway I can assure you that it's not as exciting as you, you are all, all expecting and I, I can assure you that I agree with that <laughs> summation is it even barbecue related it, it absolutely is 100% oh, barbecue right. related yeah. okay then we do want to hear it one day okay so I'll tell you right now real quick so years ago, when we first opened the barbecue store, we decided we were going to run a ad and we were all going to get dressed up like cowboys and we were going to be called barbecues most wanted. Okay. I so like it. We went to, a, uh, we have, we have a, had a friend that she ran a really cool, um, high end, uh, country, you know, Western outfitting oh, yeah. store. Okay. You know, so she had these awesome hats and she had the real doc holiday Stetson uh, sitting on the wall. And I were like, can we borrow that for our photo shoot? <laughs> and so I've got a picture of myself sitting on a horse with a, a Doc Holiday hat on, and it just kind of stuck. <laughs> the Doc stuck. Yeah, and if you and I still have the poster hanging up in the wall on the wall in the barbecue store, and it says Dan Doc Hathaway. That's hilarious. The life of me. You guys just resurrected it, and now I'm stuck with it for life. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. My grandfather, who actually was a doctor, is probably turning in his grave, <laughs> thinking, "I know that this guy's definitely not smart enough to be a doctor." Even PhDs are mad at you right now. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, am I hearing you right that it was actually? Doc Holiday's hat? It was not Doc. It was a, a hat that Stetson made years ago. Branded. A branded Stetson hat okay. that was a, they called their Doc Holiday edition. Okay. Wow. I okay. wish I still had the hat. I'd be wearing it right now. It was pretty sweet. Well, I'm glad you told the story. Um, of course, we're out of time for yeah, the segment. Right. See you and, later, guys. Uh, we'll be back with our, no. <laughs> anyway, uh, speaking of guests, we got to, we talked a little bit about chili last week and we're going to delve even more into chili. We're going to dive head first. It's winter. It's cold. I love chili anytime, but especially now. And Keith, is it carafe? Yes. Like, like yeah. the wine? Yes. Keith, Keith Carafe, and he's from the Chili Appreciation Society International, or I, I'm saying Cassie, 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 yeah. and check out their website. It's CassieChili.net. That's C-A-S-I Chili. By the way, not two L's. I have a trouble. 
problem wanting to do that. C-H-I-L-I dot net. Check it out. We'll be talking to him next segment. Um, and then we're also going to, I'm going to ask, I'm going to do a little Ask Dr. Dan kind of segment at the end, our fourth segment, about five grilling tools you must have. Oh, and, boy. And and this came from Tailgater Magazine, which you can check it out, tailgatermagazine.com. And we'll see if your five things matches the author's five things. Okay, well, I better start working on well, that then. The way I look at it, we may end up with seven or eight things you may need, but that's okay. We may not even get to five. I mean, my, my barbecue is not that complicated. <laughs> so anyway, uh, we just last weekend, Valentine's Day, of course, uh, most unusual Valentine's Day, thanks to COVID. I'm, uh, I know a lot of people grab food to go from restaurants. T-Bone, hi, you're married. How was your Valentine's Day? It was awesome. Got to actually go out for the first time in over a year. Went to a local establishment that serves barbecue, whose name you would know. Uh, and uh, not the best experience last time. Decided to try it again, and uh, they're back to where they were. Yeah, and good. Everything's cool. You know, that's some a little thing about it. we always we always want to give local barbecue places and restaurants some love. And you know, every once in a while, you go someplace and it, you maybe you had a bad server or whatever, but you go back and you go, oh wow, this place is great. So I'm always about second chances. You know, some days you just catch a bad day, but. Um, so did you get your, you get your wife something really cute, little diamond necklace? Yes. I got her several diamonds in a necklace setting. Okay. Now I can't tell if he's joking or serious. <laughs> I'm going to go. Look, I'm trying to come off good here. Man, don't ask too many details. Hang on. I, I, I forgot. I forgot. T-Bone's wife listens to the show. So, yeah. uh, and Dan, you're married, three kids. How was your Valentine's? You know, honestly, we just kind of hung around the house for the first time in a long time. Just cooked just all day chill? long. Just, and it was great. What'd yeah. you cook? Actually, I, I, <laughs> I got a new, uh, magazine in the mail the other day from cooks illustrated okay you familiar with cooks illustrated i'm not but oh man it's the best it's the best how-to cooking magazine you can get every month and it comes out quarterly so anyways so they had this recipe in there for a french potato pie Ooh. and it's basically you slice these potatoes really thin you add some cream some parsley salt pepper and then you bake it off in a pie crust and my god <laughs> Who knew that something that simple could be that good? Okay, this is a dumb question. Since it's potatoes, is it is is that dessert or is that just part of the no, meal? No, it'd be like like you would make a, side? a chicken pot pie or something like yeah. that, but with potatoes. Potato. I, yeah. I'm a potato guy. Oh, me too. And and thanks for asking about my Valentine's. Oh yeah, um, Dave. How, how was it being the single alone guy with two cats? Uh, but I got myself the most gorgeous ribeye. Gorgeous ribeye. Did you know? And tater tots. Uh, tater tots. <laughs> what, what did you do with that gorgeous ribeye? I didn't burn on it. Valentine's Day. <laughs> I didn't burn it and quit going there. So, anyway, <laughs> but you know, we always talk about low and slow. And unfortunately, I said it originally too, too low. And oh my God, it took forever, but it was, it was well worth it. And along with the tater tots. Tater tots. I'm watching NASCAR. I had a good day. Man, tater tots and NASCAR. Yeah, that's that's I my, know. That's I my know. speed right there, man. So it's time for our Ask Dr. Dan, our Barbecue Fix-A-Man, sponsored by our February Barbecue Sauce of the Month. Cowtown Barbecue Sauce was awarded the best sauce on the planet at the 2001 American Royal Barbecue Contest. 18-ounce bottle, only $4.49, or get a gallon. This is how you do it, at the Kansas City BBQ Store.com. T-Bone, what do you got for Dr. Dan? Dear Dr. Dan. When barbecuing, I'm always making a mess. Mm. I've got juices going everywhere and sometimes dropping pieces of meat. I'd like to tidy things up. 
any suggestions? Good. That's a good one. I have that problem. I, I like this. This is from Mr. Johnson. <laughs> Mr. Johnson. In Wisconsin. All right. Well, I mean, it, it, there's a lot of things that you can do, but the one thing that I always do that it seems to help me out with making a giant mess is go, go to the store, buy a big roll of butcher paper oh. and just use, use it to cover your table with it, whatever you're cooking on. That way, when you're done, you just crumple it all up, either throw it in the trash or I'll even use it as fire starter for, you know, starting the fire pit or something else like that. That way it doesn't completely so go So you to reuse waste. it. Reuse it. Yeah. And it works just, it works just fine. So get a 24 inch roll of butcher paper and lay it out on the table like a tablecloth. I don't know. I just kind of had this thought in my mind that this is happening when he's pulling it out. It, it probably like happens. if he's dropping meat. Yeah, absolutely. You do it, you know, as you're dropping you're chunks, it. How, how do you fix that? Butcher you, paper's not going to fix that. Well, it'll just soak up everything that you drop. What about aluminum foil? Aluminum foil, it's too wasteful. Wait. Alu- aluminum foil is expensive. Paper's way cheaper. <laughs> and you can burn the paper. You can reuse it. Well, you can recycle aluminum absolutely. foil. Yeah. I, uh, for your hat? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's recyclable. Well, I mean, it, not everybody's on a budget like me. Oh well. <laughs> Some people can uh, buy aluminum foil. No, that's cool. I get mean, it, get it at Costco. You do you, Dave. <laughs> I'm stepping out of this. Now. It's getting hey, thank you, uh, Mr. Johnson from Wisconsin. We're going to send you a bottle of. Cowtown barbecue sauce that you can get at the KansasCityBBQStore.com. Now, coming up, Keith Carraff, he's coming on. He is uh, the Chili Appreciation Society International, or Cassie, which you can find out more at CassieChili.net. It's right here on your winter edition of Barbecue Radio Nation. Be sure to check out the huge selection of barbecue accessories, skewers, racks, thermometers, books, and so much more at the KansasCityBBQStore.com. They are shipping out nationwide for all of your grilling needs. Barbecue Radio Nation is heard on radio stations from California to Florida. If you have a business centered around barbecue or the backyard lifestyle, please consider advertising with us. Contact us through our Facebook page or website at BBQRadioNation.com. Three tours driving Humvees in Afghanistan. Six years treating soldiers. Twelve years flying choppers. When my sister came back from her last tour in Afghanistan, she didn't want to talk about it, but she knew I was there to listen. My son saved lives as a medic in the military, and I always remind him how much his service meant to our country. Sometimes my husband still has difficult memories. They can be overwhelming. With the Veterans Crisis Line, I know where to turn when we need support. I made the call and got support for my sister. I called because I was concerned about my son. We got him connected to care, and it's made a difference. The Veterans Crisis Line is here for all veterans and their loved ones. Call 1-800-273-8255 and press 1, or chat online at veteranscrisisline.net. I'm Andrew Saul, Commissioner of Social Security. Beware of telephone scammers pretending to be government employees. Real Social Security employees will never threaten you. Call is threatening you with arrest or other legal action and demanding money are not from us. If you receive a call like this, hang up, do not provide them with any form of payment or information 
Report the call at oig.ssa.gov. Welcome back to Barbecue Radio Nation. Dave Caius along with Dan Hathaway. This week's guest is Keith Carraff. He is with the Chili Appreciation Society International, which, by the way, we all appreciate chili, uh, or Cassie. And you can check out their website, which is CassieChili.net. That's C-A-S-I and then Chili, C-H-I-L-I dot net. And uh, Keith, welcome to the show. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you all for having me. We're we're glad to have you. We were we were talking off air that you lost some power where you're at. Oh yeah, it's like the first time in I think the history of Texas, the entire state like, <laughs> went under a winter storm you, warning. You guys so. don't know how to handle snow down there. I'm sorry. I love you guys, yep. but <laughs> no, you're, you're exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> Driving around there is so dangerous when snow hits because you guys just go, oh no, we don't know what to do. Um, yeah, it's kind of like a hold my beer moment. <laughs> <laughs> But you know what? It's it's winter. Um, we're we're in the Midwest. It's been brutal, um, and it's perfect chilly weather. And so I'm used to kind of the Midwest chili. We talked a little bit about chili last week with Dan about uh, there's a restaurant here in town that, that serves a different kind of chili. But let's talk about Texas chili because to be honest with you, I don't know what Texas chili is. Talk to us about that. Uh, Texas chili mainly is meat and spices. Okay. Meat, meat, meat and gravy. Um, and that's pretty much it. Now, are there beans in it? Oh, absolutely not. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely not. So when you say spices, is it, is it like maybe mild, medium, hot, really hot? What, what, What kind of spices are you talking about? Well, what it is, is it's a blend of different chili powders. Um, every, we do competition chili is what Cassie is a, a sanctioning organization for. And so everything has to be made from scratch. Okay. All of your, your spices and your, what we call dumps uh, have to be from scratch. So it's a, and all the cooks have their own recipes. It's just like barbecue blends. Sure. And um, there are light powders, dark powders, some spicier, some not. We have finishing powders. So it's all just a blend of different chili powders along with what are the essentials of chili, garlic, um, garlic, onion, and tomatoes. Nice. Okay. So you mentioned this dump or dumps. What What is that? What it is, is... In competition chili, you cook your recipe, you cook your chili in stages. And so each during the cooking process, usually twice or three times, you have a spice blend that you'll put into your chili. Um, and each one is usually different. So as you go along in your cooking time, you're refreshing or you're adding a new level on each each time okay yeah so dave i just actually emailed you a copy of my favorite texas chili recipe and um keith i'm sure that you've seen the uh the randy moore the fool's gold chili recipe on oh the, yeah yeah 
That that is one of the recipes that I first came up well, I didn't come up with that I discovered when uh, we decided we would you know try our hand at at, uh, at chili res- at, at cooking chili contest and it ha- it's a three dump recipe and what it what you know what Dave was was asking about was the dumps and these dumps are great because it like you said it refreshes the flavor every single time you you go to do a different stage and you add the wet and then you let that simmer down and then you add the other one but this recipe is a it's a it's a killer of a chili recipe and it you know it's a it's a your typical chili recipe so dave you'll have to try it this week okay when you're sitting at the house (laughs) i'm sitting with the house with the cats watching nascar (laughs) for sure (laughs) so let me let me ask you this keith with with the texas chili let's say you've never done texas chili like you're talking about and kind of start us from the beginning what 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 do you first need to have to get started um it's it's oh jeez <laughs> i'm it's, assuming ground beef <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's what we like what everybody would mainly use is an 80 20 blend of okay. uh chuck uh, and the beef usually in every recipe there is tomato sauce uh beef broth or and or chicken broth hmm. and then um on the side Garlic powder, onion powder, cumin, um, salt, um, then that base, and then you start adding in chili the the chili powders. Mm-hmm. So, because there are several different spice companies that um, you know all the cooks use. Yeah, it's and, all, and already they're, blended they're, for you, ready to go. No. No. Okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, pre-blended, pre-mixed powders are not allowed. Oh, yeah, right. In competition. Right. Right. But I'm talking about but, the, uh, the everyday guy. Stuff, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, you can, you know, to, to make a good chili, pick the powders you like. You, a lot of the, the, uh, the stores have different chili powders mm-hmm. from different makers and they're all a little different. Um, so and if you we actually um down here in Texas we actually have a uh pre-mixed chili powder which is for sale in one of our largest grocery stores here in the, in Texas. Okay. And but it's it's basically play around with the with with different chili powders that if for those that want to start, you know, really playing with it to do a good chili at home um don't use the my suggestion is don't use the pre-mixed stuff play around with your own and make your own okay and that way it's unique to what you like and not what somebody's telling you you like yeah that's a good point that's a good point and and have some experiment now as far as spicy hot goes in general and we're we've got a little under two minutes what 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 is it kind of the norm for texas chili is is it is it kind of spicy is it a lot spicy what's kind of the norm or is it just it does it vary the norm is usually they they like to have what uh back heat what they call a bloom Dan, so it's Dan, not, help me on that. Well, I, <laughs> I, what it is, is that after you've taken your bite and you get all the flavors up front, then the heat starts to build from the oh. back of your throat. And come up. <laughs> that, that's the good heat. You don't, you don't ever want something that you're going to bite into and just 
right. absolutely regret it for the next Start 20 minutes. Start sweating like crazy. <laughs> I mean, sometimes, you know, on a day like today, yeah, that might work out. Where's but, my big glass of cold milk? milk. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yes. Yes. Now, okay, so, and we, we, we've got less than a minute on this segment. Uh, quickly, do you guys use crackers, uh, corn, cornbread with honey butter, anything like that? Usually it's crackers. Crackers, okay. Okay, I can relate. I love, I just, you know... And then what about cheese? Well, you mentioned onion. What about putting cheese on it? That's afterwards. Yeah, yeah right, right, yeah. right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, once you get, well, I think once you get away from the competition style, you can pretty much do anything you want to to it. Oh, I have oh, to. Well. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm going to load mine up. That's for sure. Yeah. I, I like to decorate my chili <laughs> when I get it home. Um, yeah, I, absolutely. Well, we're going to be right back. We're talking with Keith Carafe. He's with the Chili Appreciation Society International, or Cassie. And to learn more and become a member, you can just go to CassieChili.net. That's Cassie, C-A-S-I, Chili, C-H-I-L-I dot net, and check it out. And uh, we're also going to talk about the fundraising efforts. That's all up next right here on Barbecue Radio Nation. Check out Barbecue Radio Nation on Facebook. Give us a like. Dave and Dan need the attention. CDC is working to help keep you and your community safe from the threat of a novel or new coronavirus. There are steps you can take now to get ready if an outbreak occurs in your community. Make a household plan. Learn how to prepare and to take quick action if someone gets sick. Older adults and people with chronic medical conditions are at greater risk. Take extra steps to protect them. Think about what you will do if there are changes to your work schedule. And remember to always practice good health habits such as frequently washing hands with soap and water, staying home when sick, and covering coughs and sneezes. For more information, visit cdc.gov. If you came across someone struggling with hunger, how would you recognize them? By their clothes. Their age. The way they speak. Hunger can be hard to recognize. Learn why at IamHungerInAmerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America, 200 Food Bank Strong, and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Barbecue Radio Nation. I'm Dave Caius, along with our engineer, Kyle, and producer, T-Bone, and my co-host, barbecue expert, Dan Hathaway. And we are talking with Keith Carafe. He is part of the Chili Appreciation Society International. We all appreciate chili, by the way. Yes, or Cass- or Casey. <laughs> Casey. Uh, and you can learn more at caseychili.net. That's C-A-S-I-chili.net. And Keith, uh, we were talking during the commercial break a little bit about, we've been talking about Texas chili, which sounds, by the way, tremendous but what about some what's a few things about regional chilies throughout the the united states that you've kind of noticed well a lot of the 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 areas of the united states you know that everybody's got different palates everywhere they go um and but texas is a little a little spicier for the most part down south they like it a little sweeter um up north they like it a little I don't want to say bland, but I just did. So, <laughs> well, it's okay. uh, but, but, it, but it's also I almost would rather be served bland sometimes, and then make add my own so- spices rather than have it be too spicy to begin with. So I, I can see that, right? And and you know, and up in in the Midwest, it's kind of middle ground. Um, 
it's a lot of because I've discovered in traveling around at different places what I think is hot or what they think is hot. I <laughs> for me is nothing. nothing. I mean, <laughs> well, it's it's like you know. The, the, the people, the black pepper, they think that black pepper is really extremely hot and mm. spicy. I mean, it's, I grew up in a, in a Czech family. I mean, if your eggs weren't black, you weren't having the right eggs. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so Keith, when it comes to the regional chili and you said the down South, they like it a little bit sweeter. What, what do you, what do they do to it to give it the sweet flavor? Is it a different pepper or is it actually, are they dumping sugar into it? Actually, it's um, it's ketchup. Oh, that makes sense. Okay, from a certain fast food restaurant. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> that it, no, seriously, there you would go to these cook-offs in these certain states, and the one thing that they would do is they would dump one packet of this fast food ketchup into their into their chili cup and mix it in right before they turned it in. That's hold, hilarious. Hold on, hold on a second. Really? <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's hilarious. That's a, I've never heard that. So, so let me ask you this, Keith. When there's competitions around the country, are there certain, are there like different expectations for the judges in different regions because of this? It's, when, when we travel around, it's you try to talk to the cooks that you're going to be competing with and say, okay, what are your people up here like? Hmm. You know, what are they like? Do they like it saltier? Do they like it spicier, more human? Do they like it, you know, bland, you know, not as spicy? And because since you're making your own recipe, you can adjust your own spices. So essentially it's, you know, they, they generally, they run them pretty close to the way barbecue contests, which they have a general set of rules of what they're looking for, but you can never get away from the, from the, 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 the f- regional flavors, right. you know, here in right. Kansas city, it's so sweet. You go down to Texas, you know, barbecue is going to be really close, but they like a little touch of heat, you know? Mm-hmm. So it, it, it sounds like, you know, you can kind of get well, away with running the same recipes, but you just have to do small tweaks. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. Because all, all the Cassie cook-offs on the judging sheet are based on five criteria. Okay. And it's taste, aftertaste, aroma, consistency, and color. Oh, nice. And that's no matter where you go to a Cassie cook-off, those are your five criteria for competition. So, um, and I kind of wanted to touch upon this too, because so here you are, you're the Chili Appreciation Society International, which is Cassie. And again, CassieChili.net. How how long has this organization been been together? Did you start it or did it start it with some other people? (laughs) Uh, This organization... Uh, this year we are 55 years old. Wow. That's way older than I thought. And it was. I've never heard of this and I love chili. <laughs> <laughs> ah, it, um, it actually was started back in 1967. Wow. By, uh, there was a New York columnist named H. Allen Smith, the humorist who wrote an article that nobody knows more than I do about chili. <laughs> and there was a Texas, uh, columnist reporter down here uh wick fowler and they kind of butted heads a little bit and so they did a uh chili cook-off uh in terlingua texas in 1967 that's hilarious and uh that's how it started so keith can you tell dave a little bit about terlingua texas i mean it it's pretty remote right 
It is the desert. <laughs> it's the desert. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it's seriously, it's, we are the, um, where we hold the cook-off, I, Cassie, we own three, we have a, a ranch where we do our championship, and we are about 28 miles from Big Bend National Park. Middle okay. of um, I'm not sure what, what 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 big city in because I've been all over Texas. What big city is the closest to you in Texas? El Paso. Oh, okay. Oh, down there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's and, and if you look at the map of Texas, where Texas dips down from where El Paso is and go down, we're right in that bump of Texas. You know, there's a comedy club down there in El Paso that I've worked a lot and and Texas is so big that the flight from Kansas City to Dallas takes less time from Dallas to El Paso and you've never left the state. Right. That's how big Texas is. Texas. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is so big. Well, well speaking of your organization, um, well, talk about this fundraising you guys do because this is just tremendous what you guys do as far as uh, fundraising for charities. Well, thank you. Yeah. Um, Cassie is a 501c3 nonprofit, and we're a sanctioning organization for chili cook-offs, uh, like IBCA does for barbecue, you know, to get to mm-hmm. like Memphis and May or Jack Daniels or something. And um, so what we do is we have approximately 55 chapters. Oh, wow. We call them pods that are across the country and in British Columbia. And they hold cook-offs. We sanction cook-offs all across the country and every cook-off is for charity. Um, no, we do not cook for money at any of them. Uh, although charity money stays local. That's fantastic. And you, we do not, Cassie does not dictate who your charity is. So if there is a fire department that needs help in your city, uh, a school that needs help, say you need med- somebody that you know needs help with medical expenses or funeral expenses, um, you can do a cook-off to help them out. So what you're saying is a bunch of people get together, cook chili, eat chili, and then help somebody at the same time. Is that not utopia right there? We need to get one in Kansas City for sure. <laughs> yeah, we do. We're, it's been a while. That is so you fantastic. Have- Actually, you have there. We have a chapter in Kansas City. Well, I mean, we need some more contests because right now the only one that I know of was the Great Lenexa Chili Cookoff. Oh, that's right. I yeah. forgot about that. Yeah. Well, actually, uh, on May nineteenth and twentieth, in where is it, Desoto? Yeah, Desoto. That's not too far from here. Desoto at the VFW. There are there are two cookoffs on. The week that weekend. Okay, Dave, it's put the, it on your calendar. We're going. No, I'm gonna, I was going to say, uh, <laughs> Keith, if you need a couple of judges or three judges, we we could show up and. <laughs> well, let me tell you something. We love having the public judge. Oh, we don't yeah. like cooks judging. We like the public. But yeah, it's Kansas State and what they call the Ryder Cup. Uh-huh. Our chapter up there in Kansas City is called the Show Me Pod, and. Uh, that's the 19th and 20th up there in DeSoto. Okay. Put put us down as judges. <laughs> uh, there's three of us, and it'll be the Barbecue Radio Nation judge uh, panel, and uh, we're, we're going to eat a lot. We will not ride in the same car for obviously reasons, but anyway. I don't want to uh, sit by Dave either. <laughs> 
<laughs> hey, it's it's been a privilege. We've been talking with Keith Carafe. He is part of the Chile Appreciation Society International. And if you want to become a member and learn more, simply go to their website, which is CassieChile.com. That's C-A-S-I Chile, C-H-I-L-I.net. I said, I said dot com. It's I a, meant dot net. Sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. <laughs> CassieChile.net. Dot net. Look it up. Become a member, learn more. Thanks again. We're going to be right back talking about five grilling tools that you must have right here on Barbecue Radio Nation. I'm probably okay to have one more drink before I drive home. Probably okay. I open the window to stay alert. Probably okay. I just popped some gum in my mouth. Step out of the car, please. I probably made a mistake. Probably okay isn't okay when it comes to drinking and driving. If you see a warning sign, stop and call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzzed driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. To some, the sound of a baby babbling doesn't mean much. But that's not true. They're testing out vowels and consonants and trying different sounds. And by 12 months, their babbling is beginning to take on meaning. Especially if there's no babbling at all. Little to no babbling by 12 months or later is just one of the possible signs of autism in children. Learn more at AutismSpeaks.org. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Dave and Dan here on Barbecue Radio Nation, and our weekly radio shout-out goes to WZEP 1460 AM in Defuniac Springs, Florida, and they also are serving Fort Walton Beach area. Oh, I've got a friend of mine in Miami right now sending me pictures. I'm so That's upset. Right. It's 80 degrees <laughs> down there. But we want to say hi to Tom Fleetwood and everybody there at WZEP 1460 AM down in Florida. Thank you for being a part of Barbecue Radio Nation. Now, the Kansas City Barbecue Store... Product Spotlight of the Week. Uh, Dan and I were talking about this, and this is something, it's it's a little pricey, but this is something you got to have. It, and I hope I say this right, the Victorinox. So it's, a, it's Victorinox is the brand name. Okay. And they, they're a really well-known knife manufacturer. They make actually all kinds of stuff. They're part of the Swiss Army Okay. Swiss Army Company, but go, I'm sorry, go ahead, Dave. No, I was going to say, this is the 12-inch Fibrox Handle Gratin Edge Slicer. Did I get that right? Close enough. It's a 12-inch Grant Edge Slicer, yes. It's it's, it's their most popular slicing knife, um, and it's the one that gets the best reviews and the one that we actually sell the most of at the store. It's a great utilitarian knife where, you're, you know, a lot of people think that you need to go out and spend uh, $170, $200 on a, on a good slicing knife which you really don't need to if you're buying the right product. And Victorinox has such a great reputation with the kind of steel that they use and the balance of their knives that they're great for home use. We use them in our restaurants and uh, it's just a great knife. I've actually had, that was one of the first things I bought from the store was a 12 inch Grant Edge slicer. And I have it 15 years later. Oh my gosh. And I, I get it sharpened once a year and just put it on a good, uh, a good steel whenever I need to sh- uh, straighten the blade back out. 
And it's a fantastic knife. Well, and it's only $65.99. You can get it at the Kansas City BBQ store.com. You know, around Thanksgiving and people having turkeys and they have the electric knife cutter things. Come on now. This thing works better, doesn't it? Yeah. Way yeah. better. I mean, I, there's a place for electric knives, but when you have access to great blades that are that stay super sharp, that you a good old manual knife is the way to go. Okay. Speaking of electric knives, if I was going to be doing one, I would get the electric but knife. But <laughs> yeah. Just don't let anybody see. You know. <laughs> so uh, this week, I thought we'd talk about, it. I saw this article in Tailgater Magazine. We had we had them on. This is a great, sign up for it. I believe it's free. I get it for free. Yeah, and I, it's, it's tailgatermagazine.com. And the author of this particular article is Kendall Lambert. Kendall Lambert. And the article is Five Grilling Tools you must have okay now dan does not know what these five are we're going to see how many match up and we may end up with eight grilling tools that you must have or you may match all five it doesn't make you there's no wrong answers here so give me your first answer what's your first answer so to start out we were not going to end up with more than five my i am not that complex as an an individual (laughs) well give me one give me one number one i mean absolute 100 percent. number one you must have a thermalworks thermopin or a temperature gauge. A thermometer. Yeah, a thermometer. For those of you who play in the drinking game at home, yes, you have to chug your coffee unless it's really hot. Right. Okay, so yes, one of theirs was a thermometer. Um, I you know, I mentioned I got at your store uh, just a simple one, what was like twenty nine dollars or mm-hmm. something. And and I was I was talking about how during <laughs> for my for my Valentine's dinner I fixed myself a ribeye, but I got that thing to perfect temperature. And that's what they're there. I mean, that's exactly what it's for. And that steak came out beautiful yep. I, I i cooked it a little slower than i should have but that just, just means you wait longer but that thing was perfect i got it exactly the temperature i mm-hmm. like okay so yes uh ken uh, albert i'm sorry kendall lambert that was one of them is a thermometer what's another must-have grilling tool that you must have so i use a six inch boning knife oh my gosh he's two for two which is i mean that is He's two for two, ladies and gentlemen. I, I could actually probably go to a barbecue contest and take a thermometer and a six-inch boning knife. And, and you'd do, be good. And then I'll, I'll be able to do everything that I need to do with that. You know, and of course, we were just talking about the slicer, but of course, you guys got great boning knives mm-hmm. also on your website yep. at the KansasCityBBQStore.com. Okay, so you're two for two. You got okay. the thermometer. You got the boning knife. What's your next thing, you think? Okay, so this is a little bit of a, a wild card, but I cannot do any sort of cooking at the house on the road in competition without sheet pans, like half sheet pans. And it sounds crazy, but an aluminum half sheet pan, like you would use for baking, like we'll just say a cookie sheet for people who don't know what it Mm -hmm. is. They're one of the best things ever. You can, you can season meat on it. You can wash it off, use it to hold meat. Once it's done, cover it up with foil to kind of let things rest. It's a great all around, just, cooking tray basically super handy super handy and very cheap so now now, earlier in the ask dr dan segment you didn't bring that up t-bone he didn't bring that up well, that was because that wasn't part of the question now, guys, was <laughs> well, it? Well, but if you had the, if you had the pan, the sheet pan, then you wouldn't be spilling stuff, Because well, right? the sheet pan's sitting on top of the butcher paper, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. There's so many different ways. Oh, man. He was just not going to, he was not going to back down and said he gave the I'm wrong not, answer. I'm not backing down. <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic. Okay, so that's a little bit different. I'll, okay. I'll get to something if we don't get to it. Okay. Uh, so give me another, another one. You, five Char- grilling tools that you must have. You have to have a charcoal chimney. Okay, they don't. They don't have that. Really? 
No, that's, no. That's interesting. No, but we'll, we'll get to theirs in just Maybe a second. Maybe I'm just so boring that my no, doesn't even no. show up on their radar. Like I said, your answers are not wrong, and their okay. answers aren't wrong. Okay. They're, they're all right. I was really worried there for a second. I, I feel like I'm failing. Well, you were two for two, and now it's all downhill. <laughs> oh, so so uh, talk about the, the charcoal chimney a little bit. So basically, it's uh, everybody's seen them. It's, a, it's the best way to start a fire and be able to add lit charcoal to your to your cooker. You well, know? and one thing you talked about that I had never thought about that I really liked the idea was, um, I think, in fact, T-Bone, it might have been the, the, the Ask Dr. Dan about having the, the, the heat too hot, and with the chimney, you can slowly add charcoal yeah, just, to it, it or, or wood. And, use it like a big measuring yeah. cup. Yeah, okay. Yep. So give me another one, another five grilling tools that you must have. Okay. Uh, very good aluminum foil. Okay. Not on there. Yeah. Not on there. Aluminum foil. Yep. Okay. Which, you know, could have been covered in the first segment, but that's all right. We'll, we'll get somebody new. All right. So how many of you? Do, oh, that's your that's your five. OK, so here's the three that they had. OK, that I that, missed out on. That Kendall Lambert had. This better be groundbreaking. From the tailgatermagazine.com. Uh, grill brush. Well, yeah. No, I'm just saying. I, I missed that one. I'm that's sorry. That's OK. Yeah. I mean. But the foil, you can use foil the same way. Five so. is not many. I'm digging myself out of the hole. Oh, just let me do it. I could use foil. <laughs> You know, the next two, he's going to go, well, you could use foil for that, too. Okay. So, so uh, grill brush was one of them. Okay. And I've heard, too, things about, sometimes you got to be careful, like, if it's a metal grill brush, brush, that the little things can break off. Yeah, you just want to make sure you're buying a good quality brush. I mean, just, and don't use a welding brush, for God's sake. Okay. Okay. Mark that down. Uh, another one they had, which we just had as a product spotlight from the KansasCityBBQStore.com. Gloves. Gloves. Yeah. Barbecue gloves. Yeah. See, yeah. I've but, been I've been cooking so long that uh, my hands are immune to heat. <laughs> they, they do not, it does not phase me. Yeah, I was thinking about it this weekend because I told you my, my I, I bought a really good glove but a long yeah. time ago. And um, as soon as we get, you know, less than four inches of snow on the ground, I'm I'm heading over and getting those barbecue gloves we talked about. And then the last one is kinda it kinda was like in the in the sheet pan thing, but not really, I guess. It's a grill grate panel. Grill great panel, huh? Yeah. Okay. And and I guess that's to put it on top so that, like, you know, things won't fall through the Yeah, that, that's the what it, it, by not seeing the article, I, I'm just assuming the same thing. Yeah. It's probably just something they cook smaller items like fish and, and, and vegetables. Fish on. and things yeah. like that. Those but, things are great. Yeah, they're, they're super handy. Now, aren't, didn't we talk about, like, with those, you can you can cook eggs and bacon and stuff like that on that, too? And If it's a solid, great. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Very cool. So, we came up with... Eight things you need. Uh, so, so what was I? Was I two for five? You were two for five. Well, but that'll again, get me, that'll get me in the Hall of Fame, right? Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah. It's not bad. But again, I'll give you all eight. We got grill brush, thermometer, bony knife, barbecue gloves, grill grate panel, aluminum foil, sheet pan, and charcoal chimney. Okay. And all those are good. We'll, we'll put the list up on the website. Yeah. <laughs> and again, <laughs> uh, the author of that was Kendall Lambert, and he's from Tailgater Magazine, which you can sign up. I, I get the I get the emails. I love it. I, it's a great a great online publication. It really is. I mean, there, there's a lot of neat stuff on there, and it's not just barbecue in either. Yeah, all yeah. kinds of stuff. So check it out, tailgatermagazine.com. There's your eight things now instead of just five. Um, also, want to uh, thank Keith Carraff, who was part of the Chile Appreciation Society International. And, of course, we just talked about the eight things you need to get started. Uh, coming up next week, you know, uh, Dan hates it when we talk about Dan, but we're going to talk about Dan next week. I'm and, so boring. Uh, <laughs> uh, not really. Not really. I, I think you're a very entertaining person. And, and we're going to talk about some of his past barbecue accomplishments and competition and what you're hoping to do 
because COVID related oh, uh, in twenty twenty one. You know, we we hope to to get the competitions going and and happen happening more often. Uh, don't forget uh, in our Ask Doctor Dan segment, which this week, by the way, was sponsored by Cowtown Barbecue Sauce that you can get at the Kansas City BBQ Store dot com. If you got a question for Doctor Dan, just go to Doctor Dan at BBQ Radio Nation dot com, or of course find us on Facebook and like us on Facebook at BBQ Radio Nation for Kyle T Bone Dan. And myself, thank you for listening and happy barbecuing from Barbecue Radio Nation. I love this song. I love nachos. Loving everything? You might be buzzed. You know what I'd love? A ride when it's time to head out. If you see a buzz warning sign, call for a ride when it's time to go home. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. I didn't want to talk. She just sat with me. That was all I really needed. We got back. One day he called me out of the blue. And it's comforting to know that I always can count on him to have my back. She called me from time to time. I really didn't think I needed any help. It took me from being really depressed to feeling like somebody cared to give me some hope. Just that one text. Be there. Your call. Your presence. Your words. Your support. Be there and help save a life. Learn more about preventing suicide at VeteransCrisisLine.net. Your blood pressure numbers could change your life. Talk to your doctor about creating a plan that works better for you. Start taking the right steps at manageyourbp.org. Brought to you by the American Heart Association, American Medical Association, and the Ad Council.